Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. on Red Sox podcast. Thank you so much for beginning your Monday with me and talking some Red Sox to kick off your week. Unfortunately, I wish I could bring you better news from Sunday's game, but the bullpen unfortunately could not get it done. Once again, I feel like I say this every week, if not every single day, but we'll get into all of that and I'll also provide some good news surrounding Bobby Delbeck and some good news surrounding Jonathan Auerus. So let's get to it, shall we? I'm Lauren Campbell. I work for Nesson. I've been covering Boston sports for them for three and a half years. I've been in the Boston media scene now for over six years, born and raised in the area. So love being able to give you a fan perspective, a reporter perspective, all in one on this podcast. So once again, thank you for hanging out with me. Jason still is on vacation. He will be back soon and we hope that he is enjoying his time as summer unfortunately is coming to an end. I can't believe we're already in September almost. But the end of summer should not stop you from joining Walking Baseball Encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, my good friend Sully, every day on Lockdown MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Lockdown MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe to Lockdown MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so... Stop me if you've heard this before, but the Red Sox bullpen could not hold on to a Red Sox lead. That once again was the case Sunday in Boston's 7-5 loss to the Indians, and, you know, Tanner Houck really deserved a better fate here. He pitched really well. He pitched into the sixth. He had a no-hitter going through five, so he really, really shined. And it was something very positive to see because for his last few starts especially, the Red Sox had been very cautious with him. They had been taking him out, you know, in the fourth inning, not really letting him get into the fifth. So he did struggle a little bit in the sixth inning. You know, he hit some batters, walked some batters. But at the end of the day, like the starting pitching has done so many times, Houck provided enough and did enough for the Red Sox to win. And they should have won. But this bullpen... Time and time again, we've talked about it. Time and time again, we've said that it's hard to trust this bullpen because they have blown so many leads. They have been the reason the Red Sox have lost so many games this year. And that was the case once again. So once Tanner Howe came out of the game, Josh Taylor came in in relief and he had two runners on base at first and second because of the batters Tanner Howe hit. Um, But Taylor gave up a two-run single to the second batter and both runners were able to advance on a fielder's choice. And then Hansel Robles came in in the seventh in the following inning, and he gave up two hits and one run. So once again, he continues to be incredibly inconsistent and incredibly unreliable. Austin Davis then came in for the eighth, and the Red Sox were up 5-4 at this point. So they are clinging to this one-run lead. And unfortunately, Davis allowed three consecutive hits with two outs. And one of those hits was for a home run, and the other one was the eventual game-winning RBI single. And then it was Matt Barnes, who came in with two outs in the third, and he allowed another RBI single. Just a mess, to put it politely. This bullpen has been breaking down since the All-Star break. And at one point in the season, the bullpen was working so well for the Red Sox. They were holding on to leads. They were 
getting red, the Red Sox out of jams. And now no one can seem to do that. You know, every day is something new with this bullpen, but the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? And that's exactly what's happening because if it's not Matt Barnes, it's Josh Taylor. If it's not Josh Taylor, it's Austin Davis. And we could go down the line here. You know, you can't pitch Garrett Richards every day. You can't pitch Garrett Whitlock every day. This bullpen already is taxed enough as it is. And as I have said so many times in the past, this goes back to the trade deadline and not addressing the needs appropriately. Yes, you can argue that the Red Sox traded for two relievers, but those relievers have not been reliable. Hansel Robles had one really good outing last week, and that's really it. That's really all you can attribute to him this season since coming to Boston. He hasn't been very good, and neither has Austin Davis, and it's hard to get someone's confidence up when they're already down, and this is what's happening to this bullpen. You know, you can't stretch Tanner Houck out any more than you did on Sunday, and you're trusting the bullpen to hold on to a lead, a lead that should have been enough for the Red Sox to win, and unfortunately they did not. You know, they are clinging to that wild card spot, and it's, it easily could slip from them at any point. And pitching wins you games at the end of the day, and the Red Sox do not have a reliable bullpen, and there are 29, 30 games left of the season here. You don't have any time to figure this out, so the Red Sox have a lot of work to do and not a lot of time left, and it's becoming painfully obvious that this bullpen is just struggling to say the least. Um, I wish I could say more positive things about the bullpen because at one point it was working so well. They were surprising fans. They were really getting it done and now they're not. And you look at this trade deadline like it's the 2015 draft of the Boston Bruins, right? And that draft will probably haunt the Bruins for a long time. And this trade deadline will haunt the Red Sox for at least the rest of this season and it becomes prominent every single game that the bullpen is relied upon and they can't close it out. And pitching as a whole has really struggled at times and it has been really nice to see Chris Sale back. Nate Valdi's been doing well. Erod did enough to win last week too. So the starting pitching is doing enough. It's this bullpen, but overall, since July 28th, the Red Sox have a team ERA of 520. That is, yikes. It's just, it's obviously not good. Um, it's the second worst in the American League since July 28th. And again, it's exposing this pitching depth and this bullpen could be the Achilles heel. It could be the reason that the Red Sox don't make the playoffs, but it also turn around and it could be the reason they do make the playoffs. So a very frustrating time. They had a chance to sweep the Indians. The Red Sox did get a series win, which is, I guess, a positive to take away from this. But you had the sweep in your hands after a, a three or so hour rain delay. Tanner Howe gave you everything he had. He did everything he could for this team to win. The offense was clicking, it seemed, and the bullpen ruined the chance at a sweep that the Red Sox really could have used. But as I said last week too, you have to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. And Tanner Houck was pretty good at the end of the day. He did walk four batters, hit those two batters in the sixth, but he did throw 90 pitches. He did have three strikeouts and to see him being able to go deep into a game is certainly encouraging, especially down the stretch of the season. And Houck said after Sunday's game that he was pretty happy with how he threw the ball, but he did not have the best command. And he said, some days it's going to be like that. It's about going out there and grinding with what you have and making those big pitches whenever you have to. He's always been incredibly positive and a person who's seeing the light at the end of the tunnel especially when he was up and down between Boston and Worcester throughout this season. If he can take this outing and roll it into his next one and just keep building, it's going to be a good look for him and it's going to continue to move into a positive direction, which is what the Red Sox need from him. 
And it doesn't sound like he's going to go get optioned again, which is a very a positive note here because he was up and down several times and for the roster flexibility, but it seems like they've moved on from that now. And they're going to stick with him, and they should because this is how he's going to get better and this is how he's going to improve and give your team a chance to win. We do have a few positive things to get to from the game. You know, we have to talk about Raphael Devers and Bobby Delbeck, and it looks like Jonathan Auerruz's injury isn't going to be as serious as originally planned or as it originally looked, which is good news. We will get into all of that in our second segment. But first, this show is brought to you by DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings you your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and all your shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of that clutter, the confusion, and everything else that comes along with it and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Welcome back. So Raphael Devers has really been a bright spot in this offense for the Red Sox for mostly the whole season. He had been struggling a little bit of late, but Alex Cora said last week that he bets Devers was on the verge of getting hot. And if Alex Cora is a betting man, then he should play the lottery because Raphael Devers is hot right now. And he hit two home runs in Sunday's loss. And that was his ninth career multi-home run game. And that passed the Red Sox legend Ted Williams for a third most by a Red Sox player before turning 25. Um, holy smokes. He also matched his career high with home runs with 32. And there's still 30 games left to play. So you just have to tip your cap to Devers at this point because he is incredible and it's funny I was going through like my social media memories and four years ago I posted I can't wait to see what Raphael Devers becomes and four years later he's etching his name in these history books I mean you're up there with Ted Williams and it doesn't really get much better than that so to see him be consistent in a season that's been a little inconsistent a little all over the place he's really providing a spark he's providing that optimism And hope for the future, too, because despite his defensive struggles, that's a bat you need in this lineup. And Rafael Devers is doing everything right. He's hitting all the home runs, and he's getting the Red Sox on the board. He's cutting into the opponent's leads, giving the Red Sox a lead. He's doing everything. So I think he will hit 40 home runs. It's obviously very much in reach. There's 30 games left to hit eight more home runs. There's no reason he can't do it. So I'm certainly excited to see how he finishes the rest of the season. And he's somebody the Red Sox really, really need in this lineup to give them a chance to win. But not only that, Bobby Delbeck has been incredible lately. And, you know, he's been inconsistent. He's struggled as well. Alex Cora has called him out a couple of times, and I don't know if it's the accusation of Kyle Schwarber claiming Travis Shaw that kind of motivated him to get better, work on a swing, get out of the slump, because that seems to be exactly what's happening. He's been tearing the cover off the ball. He had another home run on Sunday, and he became the seventh Red Sox player to reach 25 career home runs in 130 games or fewer. And there's some big names on this list. Ted Williams, Tony Canigliaro. These are not names to turn your nose up at. These are really good players. And Bobby Dahlbeck is making his case to stay in the lineup. I don't think the Red Sox will give up on him. You know, I think he will develop into 
a dangerous all-around player. You know, he just needs to figure it out. He needs to get his confidence up. He needs to work on what hasn't been working, and that's what he's doing. And right now it's working at the plate, and you don't want to take him out of the lineup, which is something I don't think I would have said just a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, good things can happen when you stick by your players and have faith in them and this is exactly what's happening. So good for Bobby Dalbeck. Hopefully this continues for him and Devers into the series against the Rays, which is incredibly important series coming up. And it doesn't sound like the Red Sox are going to be without Jonathan Auerroos for too, too long. We all know what he did last week when he provided the game-winning home run just hours after arriving to the park, getting called up from Worcester because of Kike Hernandez's positive COVID-19 test and Christian Arroyo being deemed a close contact, and he came in and saved the day. Um, He did leave after his at-bat in the fourth inning, and he tweaked something. It wasn't really clear what it was, um, but, you know, he left the game, and that's never good, especially when you're thin at second base, and you don't really have a whole lot of options there. But after the game, Cora said that he felt something kind of like in his side. Nothing, well, as of now, nothing serious. We'll see how he feels tomorrow. So we probably obviously won't get an update until about 4.15 when he speaks to the media before Monday's game. But I think it's a good sign that they don't think it's anything too serious. Again, anything can happen. So hopefully it's nothing serious. Hopefully they are, they're right in their instincts there and he can get back on the field, back in this lineup because the Red Sox don't have a lot of wiggle room here and they need all the players they can get, especially with Hernandez and Arroyo still out. And Jonathan Avaruz has been, in his couple games back, productive. And that's what this offense needs to continue to try to win these games. Coming up in our third segment, we will do our unpopular opinion and our positive takeaways. But first, I do want to tell you about Built Bar. Our show is supported by the amazing folks over at Built Bar. And Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. There's raspberry, cookies and cream, double chocolate, salted caramel. The list goes on. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box like I did, where you'll get two of each of their nine flavors so you can try them all and then decide which one's your favorite. And not only are Built Bars the best tasting, they're also really healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 for their calorie range, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. So amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team as well, which is pretty neat. So we have an offer for you. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 where you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. We also are supported by betonline.ag because yes, it's that time of the year again. All eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. Get all the updated odds, props, contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, which is make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. All right, welcome back to our third and final segment, and we are going to give you the unpopular opinions followed by a positive takeaway. And 
My unpopular opinion is something that I am just hoping will manifest with the Red Sox and, and I'm hoping that I just speak it into existence. But I'm going to say the Red Sox will take three out of four from the Rays in their upcoming series. This is a very critical series for the Red Sox. There's tons of opportunity here to gain some ground in the AL East and build some room over that wild card maybe catch the Yankees. It's it's a big series here for the Red Sox. And like I said, I'm hoping that I am just able to speak it into existence. I'm hoping being positive will help and hopefully good things are to come. You have Chris Sale on the mound against the Rays and that'll be a really big test for him. So I am manifesting a three out of four series win for the Red Sox against the Rays. But please don't come for me if they get swept. And as we always do, we will end this show on a positive note to get your week started off right. And my positive note for this fine Monday, and I mentioned it just before in the unpopular opinion, is that Chris Sale is becoming vintage Chris Sale just in time for his start against the Rays. Now, he will not pitch against the Rays until uh, Wednesday. He's slated right now to go up against Drew Rasmussen. And Sale's 3-0, 235 ERA. He has 21 strikeouts throughout that time. And in his last outing, he looked really good. You know, he said that he was throwing quote-unquote FU fastballs because he gave up a home run. He's hitting 98 miles an hour after he gets mad at himself for letting up runs. And this will be a huge test for him. And I think that what fans saw in his last outing is reason for optimism because, like I said, we saw the closest to vintage sale last week that we have since his return. And it will be his only his fourth start since his Tommy John recovery. But, you know, he looks like he hasn't missed a beat and he's only trying to get better and better. And I have a really good feeling that his start, well, this will be his best start for the Red Sox this season and no better time to come than against the Rays. And if he's going to build on his last start, then oh boy, that poor Rays lineup. But that will do it for today's show. Thank you for hanging out with me, talking some Red Sox. Hopefully we can talk about a win in Tuesday's show. And hopefully we don't have to talk about this bullpen blowing another lead. But we cannot tell the future. We can only just hope for the best. Please follow me on Twitter at Lauren. That's three laws. Lauren with four R's. And also the Locked On Red Sox Twitter account at LO underscore Red Sox. Read all my work on Nessun.com. A lot of Red Sox coverage, of course. So be sure to check out all of that. And don't forget to check out the other shows across the MLB Locked On Network, Locked On MLB, Locked On Rays, Locked On Yankees, Locked On A's. There is a lot to talk about with this American League and the division race, the wild card race. So be sure to check out all of that. Also be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to Locked On Red Sox podcast so you never miss an episode the minute it drops. And let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what we can do more of, what we can do less of what we can do to make this show better for you because we love hearing from you and we are here for you just like you're here for us and don't forget that betting on mlb the red sox the a's yankees rays it doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new locked on bets podcast hosted by your boy q and handicapping expert lee sterling get daily picks blowout specials wrong team favored picks and lee sterling's lock of the day Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great day. We will see you Tuesday. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.